You're about to listen to episode 93 of the Money, Love, and Freedom podcast. And here's what we're going to talk about today. What's the difference between positivity and optimism? Because the thing is, people can be in either of those two camps or not, but we typically like to hang out with people who are in those two camps. And while they kind of sound the same, they're not. Because people who are positive, who are always positive, can be very, very well-meaning. But hanging out with these people all the time is going to stall and stunt your personal growth. On the flip side, you have people who are entirely optimistic. These are the people you want to be around. These are the people who can help you find your own faults, look at your past, and really help you to grow into the best version of you possible. The best version of you as a business owner, an entrepreneur, and ultimately a member of your community. So what's the difference? Well, that's what we're going to talk about this episode. I'm going to share with you the contrast. What's the difference between positivity and optimism? And what does that mean for your own life and how you deal with others? Stay tuned. Welcome to the Money, Love, and Freedom podcast, where you'll develop the mindset and skills to create a life of total abundance, from business and health to wealth and love. Discover what it takes to live a life of freedom on your terms. And now, your host, Coach George Wang. What's up, Freedom Fighters? Welcome to another episode of the Money, Love, and Freedom podcast. I'm your host, Coach George Wang, helping you to sell more, serve more, and live better. And it's hard for me to believe that we're this far to the show. We're Above 90 episodes now, we're nearing on 100. And when I first started this show a couple years ago, I was very optimistic that I was going to get here, that we were going to get here together with your support, with your dedicated listenership. And I was very optimistic about this. I wasn't positive about it. And there's a difference between the two. And that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about the difference between being positive versus being optimistic because it's it's kind of a nuance there's a difference between these two at least the way i define them and we're going to talk about what these differences are and what to do about it when you're dealing with yourself like what does it mean for yourself and what does it mean when you're dealing with others so let's talk about the difference first let's talk about uh let's let's go into the webster's dictionary and define these two words so let's start with the word positive. And if you look up the word positive in Webster's Dictionary, there's a bunch of them. Um, But there's a couple that relate specifically to what we're talking about today. And one of those definitions is indicating, relating to, or characterized by affirmation, marked by or indicating acceptance, approval, or affirmation. So what that essentially means is being positive is always affirming it, always saying that it was good. It was always right, right? It was always good. It was always right. Here's another meaning for the word positive. Fully assured or incontestable. And what that means is that it cannot be challenged, right? No matter what, it cannot be challenged. So when you put some of these meanings together, what that means is, Whatever you did, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you royally messed something up. Whatever you did, it's always good. You get approval. Good job. It was always good. And also that that cannot be challenged. Now, here's the definition of 
optimistic. The definition of optimistic is of, relating to, or characterized by optimism. Also, feeling or showing hope for the future. So notice the difference between this definition. There's no saying anything about what someone was right or wrong. There's no affirmation saying like, hey, this is always right. It can be challenged. There's no saying that it can't be challenged. Right? There's only, there's that, that's, by the way, I think that was the only definition of optimistic in the Webster's Dictionary. So the only thing it says or it means is having a hopeful outlook for the future. So what that's saying is it means screw it. It doesn't matter how I got here. It doesn't matter who is at fault. But I'm being optimistic of the future. And here's why this is important for you. You absolutely do not want to be blindly positive. Saying that everything you've ever done in your life was right. And that cannot be challenged. Because what if it wasn't? What if your past actions, your past decisions led to a very poor result? There's a man I know who was so, quote unquote, positive that nothing he ever did was wrong. He was quite a happy fellow, actually, but he was always so positive that he could never do anything wrong. He was an executive at a company. He sat right under the CEO and he made a lot, and I mean a lot, of very, very bad decisions. I was very close to the CEO of this company and I told this person that this is, this is not the right man for your company. Uh, but for whatever reason, she held on, right? For whatever reason. And this person, this man, always said his decisions were the right ones. He never looked at himself because he was Mr. Positive. He's like, no, that was right. That was the right decision. He never took a look in at himself to think, like, hey, what could I have done wrong here? Maybe I made a bad decision. Instead, he always ended up blaming others. He said, oh, no, but it's because this person did this, that this person did that. This man single-handedly took the entire company down. This was a startup, by the way. And before him, the company was growing. It was doing fine, right? They had started at 1 million revenue. They're up to three, growing up to four, 5 million revenue. They were funded with around, um, I forget if it was around 15 to $20 million in uh, venture capital funding. After he came on board, all the employees, all the good employees started leaving. All of the sales numbers started going down. And the business valuation started to tank. So much so that they ended up having to sell the company for pennies on the dollar. And all the investors lost money. And every investor wanted him out. But unfortunately, the CEO controlled over 50% of the, the common stock and had all the voting rights. And she liked him for whatever reason. And because he was so positive, he took the company down. The problem with being so positive is that it's very ego-driven. And people don't realize that it's hidden underneath. But people who are always positive are so scared to look at the past and maybe admit they might have done something wrong that they might have made a mistake. They're so protective 
of their ego that they put on this mask, this like positive mask and say, everything's great. I'm so happy. Everything is fine. Everything is great. But they're hiding their insecurity. That's the issue. When someone, for instance, when something goes wrong, for instance, they're so positive with their past decisions and so scared of protecting their ego or wanting to protect their ego because of their insecurity that they always blame, always something or someone outside of them. And then it's masked with positivity, which is why it isn't so obvious. The insecurities, the fear in any that isn't so obvious. And they say, oh, it happened because this other person did this or because this happened or whatever. And they say, but it's okay, no problem, you know, because they're so positive. They never look internally at the decisions they might have made that brought them to this point, And then there's no growth. Let's contrast this with the optimistic person. They're not blindly positive like this positive person. They know bad things happen and they do happen. They know bad things have happened in their past. And they can also admit the mistakes that they've made in the past. They don't blame others. They don't say like, oh, everything I did was right. No, they can admit and look at their own past, their own faults, the own mistakes they made, and then be optimistic of the future. Staying like, oh, I made this mistake in the past. Here's how I can fix it. And now I'm more optimistic about the future. I have a a very good friend of mine. He's becoming very close with me these days. And he runs his own business in the healthcare field. And at one time, he had maybe five full-time employees. And in a snap, suddenly, three left. And now he's in this bind. Right? He's, he's short three full-time staff, and he has to pick up all the pieces where he was already a very busy person. So what do you do? Well, the first thing he did not do was blame them for the headache that he now has taking over all of their individual work and finding some way to make it through the next few weeks or few months. He also didn't look back and think that everything he did was right. He didn't say like, oh, you know what? I made all the right decisions. Everything was fine in the past, you know, and it's all their fault. They left and now the business is becoming very hectic and it's very hard for me to deal with. No, he didn't blame others. What he did was he actually tried to look objectively. He looked in the past and think like, what, what might have led to this happening? Like, why did this happen? What could have happened here? And he realized that maybe he hired, maybe he made a poor hiring decision. He might have thought, you know, I'm not sure if I put the recommendations out properly or the, the ads out for the, the job description. Maybe I, I was wrong in my thinking of what the personalities were like. Maybe they were the wrong fit for the job. And it was true, actually. He actually did find something in the way that he was looking for employees and specifically with the type of job ads he was writing and also how he thought about the positions as a whole that led to a higher turnover rate. So it wasn't positive that he did everything right in the past. He objectively looked at it and found the faults, the errors that he made. And because he found these faults, he could now be optimistic about the future. He found the problem and said, I won't do that again. And now he could be optimistic. And that's the difference. He didn't blame. He didn't think he was so right in the past that all his past actions were correct. He looked objectively to find the errors he made 
And you know, sometimes you, you might look at your errors, you might look in the past and maybe think you didn't make one. I don't know. But in this case, he did. He found one. And he definitely did not play the victim and say, oh no, oh my God, my business is going to fall apart with 60% of my workforce leaving at the same time. All he did was look at what went wrong, took responsibility. And that's big for me. You know, personal responsibility is huge. If you want to live a successful life, if you want to be that freedom fighter, taking responsibility is huge. And that's what he did. He took responsibility of his own actions. No blame, no victimization. And he went to work. He was optimistic of the future because he could find what he did wrong. And now, fast forward quite a few months later, he's hired back two new employees with his new hiring system. And he's actually streamlined some of the processes inside of his business so that his business could get the same productivity with only needing two more people and not needing to hire the third back. So it actually even led to a better outcome. And that's the key to being optimistic. It's looking objectively at the past. And if you messed up, it's okay, but take responsibility for it and then be optimistic for the future. And by the way, you can't be blindly optimistic either right? You need to do the work. There's some people out there who are just blindly optimistic and they're like, oh, don't, you know, it's okay. Everything will be fine. You know, it'll all turn out okay. But then they freaking do nothing, right? Don't be like the people who, who don't be like that, right? Optimism coupled with personal responsibility and positive action is how you get ahead. Now, here's where I really want to drive this home. You need to hang out with optimistic people. You need them to be in your circle of influence, not positive people. Positive people will tell you everything is okay, that you did a good job, that the thing you did was fine. And they say, don't worry, you'll get them on the next one. That last statement is probably fine. You know, you'll get them on the the next time. But those first two are deadly saying everything is okay, you did a good job. What if it's not and what if you didn't? Instead, find optimistic people. They'll say, well, they'll ask, what went wrong? What do you think happened? They'll help you examine it and then say, okay, well, now you know what went wrong. How can we handle this in the future? How do we solve for this next time now that we know what's wrong? And then there's optimism because you have a plan. You have an idea. You know what happened and you know what needs to happen. It's a subtle difference, but you need to differentiate between these two groups of people because positive people may mean well, but if they're too positive, they're going to stunt your personal growth. They're going to hold you back. So find optimistic people who can help you take a hard look at your past, call you out on all of your own bullshit, and then help you realize the future will be better if you take responsibility for your past decisions and take action towards your future. By the way, positive people really mean well. I, I believe that. I think they mean well. So I'm not saying don't love them, right? If they're your family, your close friends, You should very much love them, but don't let them in your circle of influence. 
my circle of influence is very, very small. And I can say that I only probably have two people who I really allow into it. And these people are very, very optimistic. They will always call me out on my bullshit. And then they'll help me point me in the right direction. Can keep me moving forward. And I love them to death. These are the people that I let influence my decisions. So find these people. Hang out with them. Grow with them. And then you'll all live a life of freedom on your terms. Thank you so much for listening to this entire episode. I would love to hear your thoughts. Reach out to me on Instagram. You can either DM me or tag me in a post at Coach George Wang. And let me know what you think. Like, what do you think is the difference between positive and optimistic people? And we'll be back next week with an all new episode. Take care.